What's going on, good people? Sauce Talk is here Monday morning. A little later than what I would usually would uh, be uploading. But um, nonetheless, I'm here. It's 1130. A lot of people probably going to be listening to this at 12, maybe 1 o'clock. I try to get things out a little earlier so people can listen to 2 in the morning. But hey, it's a good show either way. So I'm hopefully thinking that there's a lot of people that's probably maybe working you know, saying with headphones or something like that throughout the day that you might want to give me a listen. So that's why I kind of said I need to start doing episodes every day. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to pick two or three days out the week or something like that. So this is why you're getting me trying to, I'm trying to do every day. You know, a lot of Fridays or Saturdays you might not get an episode, but trying to be more consistent on trying to be every day during the week, the work week especially. Um, Last night, uh, we saw some crazy things I'm going to get into but as far as the week goes everything leading up to Sunday was kind of bleak with coronavirus attacking the NFL was not ready for that at all um, Cam Newton Tennessee Titans you know Steelers games get you know uh, gets postponed Cam Newton get, gets coronavirus staff of the Titans. Um, you know, we got coronavirus popping up everywhere in the NFL. College football, same thing. Coronavirus this, coronavirus that. Um, we had some interesting football last night. The Eagles beat the 49ers. Now, the 49ers finally showed being injured. They can be beaten. You know, no Jimmy Garoppolo. They got Debo Samuel back. You know, Kittle played. Kittle was balling. Uh, but still missing some key pieces on defense. And still, you're missing Jimmy Garoppolo. Because Nick Mullins last night showed good, piece, good, showed good things. But I think now people are kind of used to Nick Mullins. And he started to get a little touched in the interception area. But he had 18 to 26. He didn't really go down the field. Had a touchdown pass. But a 72 QBR wasn't great. And Carson Wentz, 18 to 28, wasn't great either. 81 81. Won a 993 yards and a touchdown interception. But to heart, he he he, you know, the one thing I liked about Carson Wentz last night, put the ball in his hands and ran. Instead of making dumb passes and throwing more picks or, or you know, more you know, three and outs. He extended plays, and it started against the Bengals when he was starting making plays with his feet. And now he's starting to run, and that's starting to be dangerous. Jalen Hurts got to see the field. He got three rushes on 18 yards, had a 14-yard run. That was his pop-out moment that you're going to use Jalen Hurts like that. Mal Sanders. People was giving him a lot of praise this season. I ain't seen it yet. Maybe he's still working out the Kings and injury. But Carson Wentz almost had more rushing yards than him with less attempts. Um, Adrian Killens, don't ever give him the ball again. I don't know what's up with that guy. Whoa, I'll be like, they're not preparing for you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just, just make the most of the one carry you got. Don't try to do nothing extra and do nothing stupid. Don't give him the ball no more if he's going to be like that. Um, the thing is about the 49ers is that they got to be able to run the ball 
Officially, you know what I'm saying? Most are being out. He may have got a third and 15, okay? He got a third and 15. Or was that Jerry McKinnon? I think Jerry McKinnon got the third and 15. Nonetheless, the Jets let a third and 15 happen. The Eagles ain't going to let that happen. As, as dormant as the Jets, I mean, as the Eagles, Lord have mercy, get it together this Monday. It's Monday morning, guys. As, as dormant as the Eagles being the, the first, what, two or three weeks of the season. You know, I was expecting the 49ers to come out here and just do work. Honestly. I really expected that. But, like, if you got to, you know, sub out quarterbacks, you're going to run into the problems. Kittles had uh, over 100 yards, scrimmage yards, um, and a touchdown, 15 catches. He was available all day. He played. He played. 15 targets, 15 catches. He was there all game. Brandon Ayuk made the play of the game early with the hurdle and the touchdown, um, which those type of plays doesn't give you the win unless it's one that's going to give you the lead when the time expires. But that play definitely stood stood out to me um, in the throw by Carson Wentz. To uh, God, what's that kid's name? Um, uh, Fulgham, uh, Travis Fulgham. Man, that throw was that. And that's seeing that throws are the type of throws that you got the nickname "Walking to Him" from. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the type of throws that you get where they like, "Oh, walking to him, oh, walking to him." You know, Shane Sharp. So I mean, that was that was a hell of a that was a hell of an effort and throw right there. It showed a lot of um, resolve. And Carson Wentz, you know, taking the criticism and everything from week to week and his own head coach, you know what I'm saying, sitting there wondering what's going on with him and he goes out there and gets a win. And they needed that win. So, you know, good good for them, the Philadelphia Eagles. Also good for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They played the L.A. Chargers um, at home. Um, Chargers came and visited. And uh, it was a darn good game. The things that happened in this game – that I want to talk about is in the NFL, kind of like grass practice too. Like these games ain't over when teams go down. Like I, I would say, dude, the last years, maybe in around the say six or seven, you you get a twenty point lead, you win in the game. You know, we had a couple. You know, the Super Bowl with the Falcons and, and the Patriots, and we've had some other games like that, but it's like like last Super Bowl. But it's not every so often you see a lot of down from 20 comebacks. If it is, it's like we don't remember them like we're going to remember these, I think. But it's like the no preseason and the, the offseason being out of whack, you know, it, it's – the trend is going to continue to where closing out games is going to be more difficult because teams are going to be with the attrition, you know, battle. And it's the battle of that, and which has already been that type of thing with, with football. It's it's kind of like zoomed in because of the offseason and coronavirus and everything. So, even Cleveland can go up big on the Cowboys and the Cowboys say, hey, not so fast. You know, 
Cleveland was feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling it. We'll get to that. But the Chargers were feeling it. Pick six, which fourth pick six in six games for Tom Brady. Some quick touchdowns. Some, uh, you know, quick three and outs for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay couldn't get it together there for a minute. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady said, let's let's get this together because I'm getting tired of scoring on the first drive because this is what's happening. Tampa Bay's been doing good on the first drive. First quarters have been great. Uh, We've been, you know, at least playing good football. It gets to the second quarter, then the game just goes to shit. And it started to do that. And then here it's 24 to 7, and I'm like, oh, my Lord, here we go. Like, here we go. Like, what what type of, you know, what 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 is going to happen now? But I'm going to tell you what happened. We kept being steady, running the ball to Ronald Jones. No matter the touchdown, it's just a matter of how he was going to make that defense feel. 20 carries, 111 yards, and 5 yards carry. We could have stopped here at the end of the game with maybe 12, 13 carries. But we kept giving him the ball. And you know what else happened? Mike Evans showed heart. Got hurt. Looked like he was going to be done for the day. Came back. He ain't finished the game seven catches, 122 yards and touchdown. OJ Howard played good, minus the injury, and he's going to be out for the year. That's painful. Ruptured Achilles. Sucks. Scotty Miller showed up. All that happened in the second half, minus the first touchdown that Mike Evans scored in the first quarter. But all that happened in the second half, even Gronk got got a catch. Good catch. I mean, a snatch. It was an old-school Gronk catch. You know, he turned the clocks back on that. Justin Watson, I'm liking what I'm seeing from him. Um, this Keyshawn Vaughn, he was flying around, making some plays. I liked some things I seen from him. He got himself a tub. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different players with the reception. And that's Tom Brady. And that all happened with a straight face and just trying to make sure we come back with a win and not in panicky or nothing like that. 30 or 46, 369, five touchdowns, no interceptions in the second half. No sacks. No sacks. I have to say it again. No sacks. Thank you, Marpet. Thank you, Donovan Smith. Thank you, uh, Worth. Show your worth. That's wonderful. Now, let's talk about Justin Herbert, okay? Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is the personal reason why I, I feel so bad for Tyrod Taylor because, like, here again, I'm mad and all that stuff, but he's better. He's better right now. Now Tyrod Taylor is not a good, not a not a bad quarterback, but he's not a good person right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think right now if he came back totally healthy and they put him back out there, it's right, it's fair. But I I want to see that electric from him, like as I'm seeing from Justin Herbert, that throw that he threw with the pressure coming straight down the middle. He stood there with big cojones and delivered a throw. And it was a strike. I just highly doubt that Tyron Taylor can do that at this juncture. Highly doubt it. 
don't I don't see it. Justin Herbert um is making is making hell of a passes, man. I mean it just uh, his his drop back and all that stuff, like the things I seen in Oregon, I was like, I don't know, man. It seemed like people flying him in the NFL, it might change, you know, Josh Rosenis, um a uh, little little Blaine Blaine Gabbard, um, you know, um uh, What's his name? Um, oh crap, over Florida State. Ponder. Christian Ponder. You know what I'm saying? Jack Locker. You know, something like that. But he is proven to be, now at this point, now things can change, you know. It, it, you know. But right now, Justin Herbert is showing moxie. That's the main thing. He's showing what, uh, um, if I can think of somebody right, right, right now, of how he was, like a Jake Plummer. You know, like a Jake the Snake plumber up in Arizona. Uh, somebody that can move a little bit, that can run a little bit, that stands a little, that stands a little. Like, he, the way he stands in the pocket, his throwing release is a rookie. You can tell a little wet behind the ears, but it gets out of there, man. He reminds me of Jake Plummer. Jake the Snake, man. He reminds me of that player for the Arizona Cardinals and finished the career uh, as a Denver Bronco. But yeah, um, yeah, he reminds me of Jake Plummer, man. That, that Justin Herbert, twenty of twenty-five, two ninety-three touchdowns, and one hundred thirty-seven QBR. Got sacked twice, got hit pretty hard when he was running down the sideline, and that was on a run. He, you know, like I said, he's not scared to, to run, and you know, he's not scared to sit there and try to get that first down, knowing he's going to take a hit. But he was out of bounds, and and Whitehead has to see that. I mean, uh, or is it Murphy Bunty, one of the two? I forgot who got that penalty, but he's got to understand. But the player's going out of bounds. You can't hit him. He was clearly going out of bounds. Austin Eckler took a mean injury. He was done early um, after two carries and a catch. It looked like to me that he might have hyperextended his knee, might have, like, you know, sprained it or something like that. He came down hard on it, and after that, he didn't have no juice on it. But, like I said, Herbert, good-time football player, man. Good-time football player. He's just good. Keenan Allen likes him. They catch 62 yards. They got to get in the end zone again like they did. And, you know, maybe the game could have got tied and gone overtime. They had their chance. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense stepped up at a timely time because they were not playing good, even though short field on some, and then it was a pick six. But short field and, you know, coming with momentum, it was kind of hard to get them stopped. But then they finally hunkered down and made plays. Levante David. Shaq Barrett, and of course, Devin White was places. Fumble recovery, he's always there. Um, but yeah, man, Kaiser White had a good game. Eight tackles. Kaiser White, everybody knows that guy, right? Everybody knows Kaiser White. Where did Kaiser White go to school at, man? <laughs> but yeah, he's out there playing football. Um. I heard his name on several occasions. I said, yeah, keep hearing Kaiser White's name, making W proud. Um, three and one, the Bucks. you know. I, I'm happy to say that without that, you know, we was three and oh with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, I mean, you know, when we was coming to play the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Pittsburgh Steelers beat us and then our season went downhill. James came in and then, it really went down here. Next season, James starts, throws 30 interceptions, 5,000 yards, and we go 8-8. Eight 8-7-8. Eight. Eight, seven and 7-9. Eight. Seven so, with this, we're here getting Tom Brady, Corona, short 
offseason, no preseason, three and one. Injuries, too, can't beat it with a stick. Sean's injured. Mike Evans injured. Godwin's injured. Uh, already, man. And we're three and one. So, hey, there's other things to be mad about. Not mad about that. But good job, Chargers, man. Justin Herbert, it's going to look like he's something else. Um, talking about Denver and the Jets. I mean, I said Denver and the Jets. Uh, we'll talk about real quick with the uh, Saints and Lions. Denver Jets. I already did Denver Jets. Denver Jets, that was Thursday night. Sam Darnold running all over the place. Got hurt, came back, whatever. You know, Broncos, you know, just just, just got it done. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, Saints, Lions, thought the Saints were coming there and just blow them away. Not the case. Lions hung around. Two quarterbacks that are highly good at comeback victories. And here Matt Stafford has a chance for it. Has a chance for it. TJ Hawkinson, man. That's all I almost say that guy could just go up there and get it. That two-point conversion was insane. The catch that he made for the touchdown that he got was insane. He is a hell of a tight end. I like TJ Hawkinson a lot. Adrian Peterson goes head-to-head against Alvin Kamara. Gets a touchdown, 3.3 yards carry, only 36 yards on 11 carries. Should have got more. But you were playing a comeback game at this point, and you needed to throw the ball. 206, three touchdowns for Matt Stafford, 19-25, 246, two touchdowns and a pick for Drew Brees, and also a pick for Matt Stafford. Each game came down to where got the two-point conversion, just couldn't get the ball back to try to get a dub. Saints hung on, still on Mike Thomas. Traquan Smith's trying to make plays. Manuel Sanders trying to make plays. Traquan Smith said, hey, I got you. You know, don't worry about a thing. Drew, I got you. Alvin Kamara, I got you. Don't worry about a thing. I got you. You know, 83 yards with a run, and then he's going to get 36 yards with a passing game. He's a walking 100 yards a game. Alvin Kamara, the best weapon in football. He's looking like the best weapon in football. I mean, Jesus. Um, Browns Cowboys, speaking of weapons in football, Odell Beckham, three touchdowns, five catches, 81 yards, 73 rushing yards, and people say he's overrated. Odell, overrated? Excuse me? Two catches, 73 yards, touchdown, five catches, 81 yards, two touchdowns. He can catch the ball from even wide receivers like Jarvis Landry. No matter who throws him the ball. He can throw the ball. He can throw for it. You surprised he didn't throw for a touchdown. 19 to 30, 165 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Baker Mayfield. Got a little three and out happy. Helped the Cowboys come back. But all in all, good game. 100 quarterback rating. Jarvis Landry had five catches, 48 yards. And he threw a touchdown. Ninety-five rushing yards for a guy named D. Ernest Johnson. They got Kareem Hunt. They got Nick Chubb. Who in the hell is this guy? Ninety-five yards, thirteen. But hey, 
28 yards on the longest run, and he averaged 7.3 yards carry. Nick Chubb, same thing, but he got limited. And then here comes Kareem Hunt with a 6.5 yards carry. They ran a mud hole through them, okay? And then, then the old Dale came and finished the job with something spectacular. Cowboys, the only thing I can talk about them is that why are y'all waiting to the third quarter to play football? They dak 502 passing yards, 458, four touchdowns. You know, that's good numbers, but why on a comeback? I mean, what's up with the Dallas Cowboys defense, but also what's going on third downs with the Dallas Cowboys because you got to have the ball and you got to try to try to advance the score and you got some touchdowns that was moving the ball because, you know, the game wasn't shrimp fried rice in the beginning like it was in other games. It was 14-7, but then you let 24 unanswered points. 24 unanswered points happen. Like, how does this happen? 14 unanswered points. You take, you lose control of the game with that. C.D. Lamb, his best game. He, the best I've seen him, man. He looked real good. C.D. Lamb played good. Amari uh, uh, Cooper was actually showing up in the fourth quarter. 12 catches, 134 yards, and a touchdown. He actually played his worth. Um, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, he got 100 yards on the ground. I mean, he did with Alvin Kamara. So I don't know what the big drawback of talking about Ezekiel Elliott is he this and stuff like that. People are knowing they're going to run the ball and they're going to load the box. You got to find other ways to make him that good. Sucks he gets a fumble loss. You got to hold on to the football, son. You contributed to a, to a, a run. But 100 yards on the ground, I mean, in, in the air together, all together, that's out. I mean, like people praise Al Kamara. He did the same thing without just getting an end zone. Eight catches, 71 yards, 12 carries, 54 yards. You do the math, four yards per carry. So, I mean, he's least worth what, you know, to what what we still call him Zeke, but he's just not that 120 yards from 20 carries because they're playing from behind. Dallas Cowboys defense got to get it together. Like I said, good game for CeeDee Lamb, man. Five catches, 79 yards, two tubs. Gallup took the day off. Two catches of 29, uh, 29 yards. It's just, you, they can't let shit go so early in this game. You know what I'm saying? You have 14 to 7, things are groove, moving, grooving, and all of a sudden you just have a disaster quarter and let 24 unanswered points, man. 24 unanswered points. I cannot get over that. 24 unanswered points? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I, 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 I did. The third quarter comes, and then you let 10 unanswered points. So all around 34 unanswered points, but then in the fourth quarter, you want to put on 24? Too late for all that, man. It's too late for all that. Too late for all that. Too late for you. I should have lost the Falcons game. You shouldn't have won that game. That onside kick was crazy. You didn't get the comeback win. Uh, against um, the Seahawks, and then you lose on a comeback effort against the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, Cleveland Browns. 
You can't play games in the second half and not play the game in the first half. Because something's going to go terribly wrong. And in the second half, it just, you, 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 you go gangbusters. And it's like, just imagine if y'all did that to a full game, which y'all had to start. Y'all had to start. 14-7. Looked like I could have went up 21-7 and just been cruising, running the ball with Zeke. He probably could have got 100 yards on the ground. Next game, they got to play against New York. The Giants. Owen Ford Giants. If they lose that game, throw the whole season away. If they lose against the Giants, throw the whole season away. Facts. Anyway, next game. Jesus. 49-38. Cleveland. Odell. Good game. Arizona. Lost to Carolina. Everybody was on the Callum Murray train. They've dropped two in a row. Detroit and now Carolina. Now they're two and two. Now Calamari's not looking all that great, but he's played great. You get what I'm saying? It's hard to be somewhat like him and to be on a team that still got a piece or two here missing or some kinks in here and out. He went 24 31, 133 yards, three touchdowns, but that looks all well and great. But here's the thing too many starts, is, you know, it's too many sputtering, and it's like check downs, and you're getting those completions. You got to do a little bit more to get some things going early on to where, you know, your defense can, you know, cinch in to do what they want to do, but they're not that great. Their defense is not that good for uh, for uh, Arizona. Now, for a Carolina team, they could be somewhat decent and hold stand pat. This game was kind of like, uh, okay, we give here, we give here. But I will look at the Arizona Cardinals as a team to, when they finally catch a stride, they're going to be something to deal with, but they just need to get some more defensive guys to be, you know, Calais Campbell's gone, you know, years ago. Um, you know, the guys they've had on defense that were good, you know, are gone. And guys like Chandler Jones, you know what I'm saying, he's starting to get, you know what I'm saying, like, hey, I need help. You know what I'm saying, I, I need some I need some, need some, some help. Buda Baker, you know what I'm saying. You got some guys that sprinkled in there that are good, some of the others, or the, you know, the guys that, that we're going to end up saying their names like, Who, who's this guy right here? Might need to step up and start making some plays. This is the NFC West. And, you know, to be, I guess, with some swagger, you got to have a defense that's going to make some plays. Isaiah Stimmons, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, those guys that I know that guy, Drake Kirkpatrick, who, you know what I'm saying, bounced around, Jordan Hicks, bounced around. They got to they gotta start making better plays, make this defense something to be scared of, you know what I'm saying, to be something where 37 passes – on, you know what I'm saying, get pleaded for 26 of them for two touchdowns. Be more scary, man. That's all I'm going to say. Got to be more daunting. Let not let a guy named Mike Davis, who is not Christian McCaffrey, run all over you. Because that's exactly what he did. So, I mean, they got to get that together because, you know, games like this for 24, 31, three touchdowns, it's not bad. You know what I'm saying? Calamari, 78 rushing yards. That's not bad. You know, Hawkins, seven catches, 41 yards. That's where you don't have no touchdowns right there. But, hey, he scored three touchdowns. He threw three of them. And, you know, you have Edmonds and Kirk, and that was a hell of a throw, too, to Kirk. And it was a hell of a throw, a uh, hell of a play that DeAndre Hopkins made on that play, on that drive to keep it alive. So, they got speed. Andy and Isabella, they got speed. Kirk, you know, they got possession guys and Hopkins and, and Fitzgerald. And they got elusive scat backs. They're they're a good football team. They're gonna run into some things like this 
because they're still coming up. 21-31. Carolina learning some things about Matt Rule and his uh, offensive play style. You know what I'm saying? Like how he likes to call plays. They're going to run the football. They're going to run it. And that's why he, like, he happy he got Christian McCaffrey. But hey, also, it gives opportunities for Robbie Anderson to make some plays and get him downfield. And, and um, good play by uh, uh, for their running backs to see. These running backs are making plays now. Ian Thomas, I see you with a touchdown. You know, these running backs are making plays with catching the ball, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, more and more. Way more. We get we, Like, so now we get third string, second string guys that catch the ball because they're fresh. They get out there and run this little halfback, such and such, go out there and catch that little wheel route or something like that, man. So these guys, these, next man up is a real prevalent thing in the NFL. There's still superstars in this league. Don't get me wrong, but... I'm telling you, there's these, 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 these Justin Jacksons of the world, these Singletaries, these, uh, these Buffon, like guys who scored for the, uh, uh, for the Cardinals, or, you know, these, you know, James White, Deion Lewis made it happen. And those are guys who made it happen. Baltimore Ravens played a watch football team. Lamar Jackson finally got a rushing touchdown, a long one, 58 yards. Um, um, Got out of there. <laughs> so I would say he got out of there. And that was, you know, pretty much his rushing day. He went seven, seven rushes, 53 yards. He got sacked once. And uh, uh, like I said, 14 to 21, got going. Andrews, two touchdowns and three catches. He did, he did some good work. They're just going to run the ball and beat you. You know, they're going to find ways to, to, to get first downs and they're going to beat you. Dwayne Haskins was put on notice. He didn't throw a pick. 32 of 45, 314. Uh, that team was just not good offensively, good enough. The him and McLaurin, um, you know, the run game is not great. You know, I like Tony Gibson, but he's just not, I don't think he's going to be it for them. So, I mean, you look at the Washington football team, it's going to take a while, two years a while. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, Brian Rivera is still healthy and, you know, not battling cancer. Because they don't need to fire him. Because you see certain things is changing with the culture of the team. And calling in your quarterback to talk to him and him to come out and not throw the interceptions was good. And to not really kind of play a horrible, horrible game, if you're going to throw 45 passes, 32 completions ain't bad. Terry McGloin had 10 catches. Got to get in the end zone, man. Get some touchdowns out of that. And some things can go differently. Be down seven, get some momentum, and some things could have been different here and there throughout the game. Baltimore going to have to work on some things. They're not scary like they was week one. How I thought they was going to be. They need to work on some things. The Buffalo Bills is what's scaring people. Still undefeated, 4-0. And they're beating teams that can beat good teams. Who's won against the Saints and had a good game against the Patriots. You know, Derek Carr got a hold of to the football, man. And at the end of the game, we playing good, 32-44, 3-11, two touchdowns. But the fumbles, man, the fumbles, the fumbles at the end. It was just so – the Bills was just saying, somebody beat us. Somebody beat us, please. And for the love, the Raiders just couldn't do it. 
even though it was just kept being close and just close and close and close. And the news I'm just now getting from Nick Chubb is that he's got a suffered MCL sprain and he will be placed for injury reserve. That's on that. But yeah, Josh Allen, um, definitely looking like a top, top offensive player of the year type guy. I ain't going to say MVP. Adding Stephon Diggs really helped him out. But he is looking a lot better as far as accuracy and just his improvision has gotten a lot better. Um, the little flip that he did that got him hurt was was beautiful. He's throwing deep passes on the dime. Um, the one of Stephon Diggs where Stephon Mossed, uh homeboy, man, that was just, that was crazy. John Brown started to love it. Um, Cole Beasley is scoring touchdowns. He couldn't do that in Dallas. He's scoring touchdowns with Josh Allen. Hmm. Like I said, different guys get it done. Isaiah McKenzie coming wide receiver. He's getting they they doing gadget plays. Devin Singletary is doing good. Josh Allen didn't get to run the ball like he did. But yeah, man, the the Raiders are not a bad team. So that's why I'm giving the Bills uh, kudos on this win. But you got to watch the fumbles, Mister Carr. God, dog it, man. It just that just hurts. Um, Waller is hell of a, he's a hell of a, hell of a football player. Jason Witten scored a touchdown. What 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 what? <laughs> Nelson Aguilar scored a touchdown. Um, it just you got you got you got to hold on to the football at the end. They would have a chance to win. I think the Raiders could have won that game, but you got to give props. To Josh Norman, got to give props to guys like that. Got to give props to guys like Edmonds. And you got to give props to guys like Jordan Poyer. They were there making plays all the time. Quentin Jefferson. Making plays all the time, man. That's all you got to do. Be there, make plays all the time. Go home. That's it. That is it right there. That is it. Josh Allen is it. He is nice. I like Josh Allen, man. The Bills win, thirty to twenty-three. Um. Next, we got Minnesota Vikings, Houston Texans, the battles of the zero and three. Somebody's going to come out one and three. Somebody's going to come out zero and four. Team that comes out zero and four is a team that is just doing bad, bad, bad. They traded DeAndre Hopkins. They don't have a draft pick in the future. They got their money tied up on players that. You know, one's Deshaun Watson, but hell, if I was Deshaun, I wouldn't have signed that damn thing. Got a bad head coach. Just a bad everything. And they lost. And Minnesota just said, hey, man, we're just glad to get back going. Justin Jefferson is being a dog. Adam Thielen, still good. Dalvin Cook, they finally woke up. Because they didn't play bad football in the losses that they got. Minus the one game uh, against, I forgot, uh, Last it was last week before they really played back. Packers they, they they started to come back a little bit at the end of that game. A little bit at the end of that game. They started to come back. But they have not looked horrible, horrible is what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Thirty four to forty three. Yeah, the indie game was when they looked horrible. The indie game was just bad, bad. That that was just sad. Um, Tennessee, like I said, they were winning that game. <laughs> Um, and now they, they get a dub. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know, how you like that? 16-22, 260 in a touchdown. No interceptions. He got sacked three times. Um, 
But like I said, man, like you, you got Davin Cook, give him the ball, and he's gonna make something happen. 130 carries, 130 yards from 27 carries, two touchdowns. That's how you get it done. But Adam Thielen, like I said, man, he's a monster. He's a monster. AK has 114 yards, one touchdown. Watch out for Justin Jefferson, folks. He's making plays, making popular plays, and make people say, hey, y'all see that Jeff- Justin Jefferson guy? Eric Kendrick, seven tackles. He's starting to wake up. One of the best linebackers in football. Watson! What's going on with Watson? Watson is going on, okay? He's not bad. He's still good. He's just playing against teams that are coming in after his head with a bad offensive line. Larry Tunzel is not that good. Fuller is the best wide receiver he has. Sorry, Brandon Cooks, but he's got the speed and the size to make better plays than you, even though you're fast too. But I, I just, I don't know what's going to happen with that. David Johnson, Duke Johnson, I don't know what's going to happen with Texas. It's just, it's just bad. It's all bad right now. Rams and the Giants. Daniel Jones probably put on a better performance than he did when they when he beat the Buccaneers. Everybody went crazy, but he really played with some heart and was making some plays. And he just always does something very bad. At, at one point, at one junction, whatever, it's just like, oh man, because that's part of being young in this league and having a lot of energy and and, and you know you're good. He's a good quarterback. He's faster than what people think. He throws a good ball. He's smart. He's not bad. It's just he's going to have to, to learn, hey, I can't do that real fast. You know, like real fast. Oh, I can't do that. Because it can sting you, man. It can really sting you in those situations. And the Rams just kept on letting him hang on and 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 hang on. And I thought that they were going to come down there and at least score. You know, they just have to get a two-point conversion. I thought they was going to come down and at least score, but uh, they did good. The Rams did good and made a play at the end. The interception, hell of a read on the play. Don't stare somebody down and, get, and try to make that throw, man. You're going to get bopped every time, and they made a good play on that one. And Daniel Jones, after running to get the first down to keep the drive alive, turns the ball over. Tough one, 17-9. Jared Goff played good. Cooper Cup played a darn good game. I just... I'm not a fan of the run game, even though that Malcolm Brown he he's, he runs with a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? He he got a lot of a lot of. <laughs> I just don't like the run game. It's not Todd Gurley when he was Todd Gurley, and and but it shows. But you know what I'm saying? The Rams, you know, to get the win. Colts Bears 19-11. The Bears are no longer undefeated. Nick Foles takes over, and you're thinking the Ram Bears are going to start scoring points and going crazy. 26-42 in the touchdown interception, 76 QBR for Nick Foles, and the offense doesn't score a touchdown into the fourth quarter. Man, it was looking bad. It was looking real bad. Phillip Rivers didn't look good either, but got the win nonetheless. That game was horrid. 19-11, it was horrid. God, Seahawks, Dolphins. That was interesting. Dolphins don't back down from nobody. And not even the Red Hot Seattle Seahawks. Go Hawks! Russell Wilson says, I don't care how non-scared y'all are. I got business to take care of. 
And we'll leave, and then you get back doing what y'all do. 24, 34, 362 touchdowns to the pick. He forgets about the pick. God, hell with the pick. Carson, two touchdowns, 80 yards. He's a problem. Had 1,000 yards last year. Had 1,000 yards season before that. Chris Carson, I think they found their problem at running back. Greg Olson, five catches, 35 yards. He's doing better than Jimmy Graham did, I would say, Greg Olson. Tyler Lockett, um, dependable but one hot. Last uh, yesterday, the person that was DK Metcalf, who I thought should have won rookie of the year last year, four catches, 106 yards, no touchdowns, almost did. He was gone. I was like, they're not gonna catch him, but he ran out of bounds. He's really good. DJ Dallas, DJ Dallas, make good plays. I'm proud of him, man. Miami University, Travis Homer, Miami University. I'm proud of the Miami University getting getting some play because back then we used to tear the draft up first round crazy and stuff like that. Now we're sprinkled air and air, you know, got some good players popping up every once in a while. Then, but we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that life. Don't worry. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 29 to 45, 315, two interceptions, no touchdowns. See, that's where it's different. That's where it's different. And a rushing touchdown though, he plays with that type of gusto but couldn't get the ball in the end zone after having 10 catches, 110 yards to Devontae Parker and four catches, 48 yards, Isaiah Ford. Just couldn't get in the end zone. Good defense by Seattle because that's what they do. They stop you from doing things like that. Yeah, you might can drive the ball, but can you get in the end zone? No, we win, 31-23. Just teams are coming back. Comebacks are crazy these days, man. It's crazy. Speaking of which, Cincinnati Bengals and Jaguars. You know, this game, the way it was going, Jaguars decide. And then Cincinnati, 17 points. Joe Mixon, 25 carries, 151 yards, two touchdowns. Three, actually, if you count the passing touchdown he got. Joe Mixon is really starting to be a problem um, in this NFL. After last year being, what was it, fourth in rushing? I think it was fourth or sixth or something like that. Either way, he had 1,000 yards. Starting to get his bearings, and he's starting to be a big help to this team. I'm proud of that. Joe Mixon, ladies and gentlemen, starting to be a problem. Like I said, over 100 yards, scrimmage yards, 100 yards, over 100 yards rushing, and two tie-offs. Joe Burrow's liking that. 25 of 36, 300 yards. The only player. Okay? First three weeks as a rookie with 300 passing yards. This time, he gets a touchdown, his first touchdown of his rookie campaign. Um, oh, no, second. I'm sorry. What am I talking about? Second. First one was against the Browns. Um, first interception, uh, another interception. I'm not worried about him and interceptions. He's going to figure all that out. Probably one of the best touch passes I've ever seen and things of that nature. I hate those passes and, and things of that nature. 92 QPR. That will get better as well. I'm liking Joe Burrow and his young campaign. Uh, A.J. Green could probably uh, want him to speed things up because getting him the ball has been kind of uh, challenging. But T. Higgins, four catches, 77 yards in a, in, in, a, in a rush for 13 yards. But now the thing about T. Higgins is he's got to redeem himself. He, he was messing up, man. He messed up bad. I didn't like how he messed up, man. You know, dropping passes and stuff like that. We don't need drops. From the young ones, man. Y'all need, y'all need, y'all need catches, and he played good, played good there. The defense, DJ Reader, that guy's a problem. DJ Reader is a problem. 
Um, Jordan Evans with an interception. Um, Andrew Brown got a sack. Jordan Evans also got a sack. Browns. I mean, the Bengals get a dub. I'd be glad when the Bengals, when the, when the Browns play again. I think that's coming up here soon, actually. That's going to be an interesting matchup again between two Heisman quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow, part two. Other games to talk about is a game that's not going to happen. It's going to happen later on in the season. It's Pittsburgh and Tennessee. That was going to be a good game. I thought Tennessee was going to win that one. But Pittsburgh was looking real good. Juju Schuster and, and James Washington and guys. Uh, Benny Snell's looking like he's the, uh, a bell cow. That's, you know, that was going to be a problem. Um, so I'm really mad that we can't see that game until later on. I I think I'm going to hang on with the Titans pick for that one. All right, yeah, I, I hang on to that pick. I'm going to hang on to the Titans pick. I'm going st- to stay pat on that. That's what people say, stand pat on that. Uh, tonight, like I said, we got Falcons, Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay, even though the Falcons can surprise people. I'm just saying, they can surprise people. And uh, also, we got Patriots and Chiefs. Patriots and Chiefs at 7 o'clock. They're going to be playing. No Cam Newton. I think they might go Hoyer. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to win that game by a lot. Because the thing about the Patriots' defense is is that, yeah, they're good on certain things or whatever. They can't stop Patrick Holmes. I've seen it. Yeah, they might have won, but it was in the snow. And D4 got a penalty. But they can't beat Kansas City Chiefs right now, man. In my John Gruden trying voice. Nah, man. They can't beat no Chiefs. Chiefs are going to go in there and win by three touchdowns, man. With a smell. The Lakers and Heat played game three of the NBA Finals on the day of football. Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, also, Sonny Michelle is out. Yeah, I'm telling you, Chiefs are going to win. Chiefs definitely going to win. But let's skip over to basketball. Finals game three. Me and Matt Sutton, glad to have him on. He definitely will be back. We talked about... Game one, game two. Game two was something that when you look at how we described how it could have gone, it happened game three, but we're going to talk about game two real quick. Game two, I thought the Heat was going to come out and be more fiery. Jimmy's going to be more aggressive. And the opposite happened. Game one happened again. More taking over, just bully style. Um, they missing shots. We went on a little, you know, spell of not making stuff, and then we went crazy and then won the game. 34 points, AD, you know, LeBron, good game. You know, you know, it was like, yeah, this is going to be a sweep, man. It's not even going to be fair. Duncan Robinson was making, you know, uh, face changes when you had to guard LeBron. Tyler Hero wasn't having a good, you know, it just – one of those things where you can just look and tell, like, man, this is definitely a sweep. Me and Matt was sitting there messaging each other back and forth during the game. It was like, eh, it's over. You know, it's, it's, it's over. So game three, you're just thinking, like, oh, take this game for granted. We're going to whoop this team's ass, whatever. And then first quarter, well, what do you know? You know, the Heat are playing some basketball. Some basketball that had me a little nervous. And then here comes the Lakers. 
And that's when I felt with that run was needed because it was like, whoa, don't let this team get too out of hand. And then, you know, it really goes balloons up to a 20-point lead in the first half, and then we got to come back from that. It just kind of stayed 11, 10, 14, this, and again went back. And then this came to the – it did one of those things where a lot of foul calls were getting called to Anthony Davis, which some bad ones were his fault. But no fouls were being called on LeBron James, but I'm going to get into that. Jimmy Butler played a game without shooting a three and scored 40 points. I'm going to tell you about that. Jimmy Butler did what I've been saying he should have been doing against Boston. Just drive, man. Just be you. You know, I've watched Jimmy Butler drive to the rim like Derrick Rose for the Bulls because that's what he's seen the man do. And he just got to keep doing it. Now he's got a turnaround jumper that has been implemented that is nice. A nice little runner. He can pass now, coming, driving to the lane out of this world. So it was things that he had to do to to I kind of say push the Lakers to try to like do too much and, and it turned into twenty turnovers. Twenty turnovers. You know, they come down to make a play, we're trying to do something extra. Like, you know, LeBron's trying to drive too, and he's hard to guard, hard to officiate, and he's hard to get to where he wants to get to right now because I feel that yes, he's still in his you know, I don't say prime. But it's like LeBron can still impact the game the way LeBron wants to, except he's lost a step. It's hard to say LeBron has lost a step, but he's definitely lost a step. Because he's so hard to officiate now because he's moving slower, but still getting contact both ends of the floor. And it's looking like it's his fault. Like, especially on the offensive side, it's looking like offensive fouls. And then it turned into traveling because He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to dominate. And Jimmy Butler's backing up because in that one play game two, he just just murdered him. Just move, lay up, go down court. Jimmy Butler got a style for that now. I'm gonna back up and let you feel nothing, anticipating the contact and hope see if it helps. And it, and it drew two tra- uh, two travels. Just move. You know? The one travel I'd say it was in transition. You kind of just in that one it, you contact as he's driving for it. But back to the basket, move, pull the chair. LeBron James, to me, didn't like. It, it's hard to play the way you play those two games, especially for the full team. You know, Anthony Davis included. You know, you got to think he's tender ankle too. So it, it, it's just that he don't. Bring that intensity like that every single game. Like, especially, you know what I'm saying, thinking it's the finals, it's game three, you're going to bring it. But he didn't. I saw a rebound go over his and LeBron James's head and vision. Like, they could have reached their long, you know, their wingspans are long as hell, and both of them are. Both of them could have got that rebound that I saw go just like it was two different occasions, but they had chances to make plays where they just stood there because they're tired. And they, you know, saying they they playing a team that's that's just giving it their all, and they beat them two times, and they feel like okay, this game, if we can, you know, muster up into the third quarter, turn it on, we got it. And it just the heat shots didn't didn't didn't, didn't creep up out of there, especially from the people that you thought, because Bam didn't play, Drogic's not playing, but then you got seventeen seven from Olenek. Who had a positive game last uh, on game two? 
you didn't get the eighteen or thirty. Uh, you didn't get the eighteen or twenty some from none that he did from game one, game two. He only got four points this time, but you got seventeen from Hero, which he's had double figures every single game in his playoffs, shooting good or bad. But you got forty from Jimmy Butler. You got twelve and eight from Crowder, but you got forty from Jimmy. Forty and eleven and thirteen. Two steals, two blocks. He was everywhere doing everything. Eagle Dollar. Non-existent. Minus 13. Duncan Robinson. He, he was doing some positive things there. Two steals, got a block. He was playing swagger-type basketball. Tyler Harrell, of course. Swagger-type basketball. Jimmy Butler was the captain of swagger-type basketball. Talking to LeBron, making sure everybody is on notice, making sure people are here and there. That's how you gotta that's how you gotta lead. LeBron got frustrated and did the opposite. It felt like he kinda not check he didn't check out. He didn't check out the game, but just Anthony Davis don't bring that attention. You gotta kinda look at him like, bro, what you doing? Nine shots? Settling? No blocks? Five rebounds? Five? I know we got mad over two, but five this time. Five. Dwight. 14 minutes, three rebounds. These are things we don't need. You know what I'm saying? Markeith Morris got hot. Took some took two bad ones after making two of them. Took two bad ones. I got pissed real real early. I mean, real real fast. <laughs> and then he made three. So it was like, okay, okay, my bad. Kyle Kuzma couldn't miss from the corner. That's we gotta just keep finding him in the corner. Got to. Got to. Danny Green just didn't have it. Over four, he was just looking just just awful. 16 minutes of just awfulness. Awfulness. It was god-awful. He got lucky he got fouled and got free throws on that shit that he pulled up there. Rondo just couldn't get it going. You know what I'm saying? He did everything else that we expect Rondo to do, get some steals here and there and stuff like that. But that the, the shot that we expected to keep going, it just didn't go. But we need more from Anthony Davis. This is your series, man. I'm pounding the table like Skip Bale. This is your series to go wild. LeBron, this is yours wild. This is your series to go wild too. But I want Anthony Davis. You're 26 years old, bro. 27. More than five rebounds is all I ask. Nobody had double-digit rebounds except LeBron stinking James. He's 35 years old. I'm moving on. Good game, Jimmy Butler. There are 40 points without shooting a three. That was that was good, good type shit that people can remember for years and years to come. If you tie the series up 2-2, it could be talked about even more. But if y'all go out and lose the next game, it's 3-1. The shit is over. And then that's going to be something where people can be like, man, Jimmy Butler, all he needs is this. Instead of Jimmy Butler being on this team, or what if they had Jimmy Butler? Now the narrative can be all Jimmy Butler needs Wow, can you think of that transition right there? It used to be Jimmy Butler should be on. Jimmy Butler should be on. Jimmy Butler should be on. Now, I guarantee you now for the remainder of his career is what Jimmy needs. And what could Jimmy need to get this Heat team this or that. I'm seeing it. It's not going to be long because he's, you know, I think what Jimmy's 30. But... I'm proud of that, though. He's went from 
that to that to where it's like I feel that where it's like, hey, what if Chris Paul goes to the Heat? You know, Chris Paul and Drogic. You know, what if uh, what what if uh, you know what if they get you know, like a, a Cal Lowry? You know, what I'm saying I'm just I'm just saying like now they, now you can throw names out like that. You know, what if they can move up in the draft and get a Lamelo? You know, what I'm saying like they got pieces. What if you get a Nun? And make some things happen like that. Well, they probably want hero. But I'm just saying, what if you go out there and get a pick? Minnesota don't need LaMelo. And say, man, we, we was going to probably, you know, do something. But we give up hero and uh, none or something like that. Get LaMelo. Had LaMelo, Jimmy Butler, and bam. Woo. I'm just, I'm just throwing some shit out there because I'm crazy. It's almost at the end of the show. But I'm just saying, man, like. Jimmy Butler can write his own ticket, is what I'm saying right now. He scored 40 on LeBron without hitting a three. And he talked shit. And he talked shit. And he was like, y'all are in trouble. And he said, y'all are in trouble. But let me tell you something real quick. This is funny. (laughs) I'm going to enjoy this. But anyway. Damian Blillard said, let me, let me, let me do the dance on him real quick. E. Got E40 playing. I'm going to do a dance. Too short, I mean, playing. Dance on him and all that. People like, oh, Portland. Going to win. 4-1. I never forget when people was like, the Clippers are going to do it, man. The Clippers, man, they're going to do it. They lost. Then the team that beat the Clippers comes up in there thinking they're all great. They win a the game. Jamal Murray, he's sitting there doing the smug look, talking shit. Poor one. So last night, like I said, Jimmy Butler talking shit. Jit Tyler Hero doing the two with the snarl. People sitting there like, it ain't over. You're in trouble. Remember. Remember this. It don't go well. It does not go well when you do this. It pisses one person off. I know for sure it's LeBron James. But hopefully it pisses a six foot ten, twenty-seven year older who can block, shoot, run, steal, dribble. Shoot free throws. And his name is Anthony Davis. So hopefully he gets a little irritated too and decides to come out and get a six-block game, two steals, 34-18-rebound game with five assists. Because after a 19-turnover game from a team that does not get 19 turnovers, LeBron James haven't had a turnover and like, what was it? I forgot what it was, man. It was like since like the third quarter of the freaking like nugget, like of game one of the Nuggets or something like that. It was, it was like something crazy where LeBron ain't had a turnover. And then he was just going turnover crazy. The Lakers need to not give this team that much confidence, bottom line. And then he got, a, got confidence now and they can bring it. So game three. I mean, game four is going to be fun, interesting. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. It's time to go. And it's time to wait for Monday Night Football. Y'all guys enjoy yours Monday. I'm out.